But the key idea of our accelerator program that we will find just a few startups, up to 10, maybe from 5 to 10 startups, that's not so much, companies in the first batch. And we will develop specific individual roadmaps for each startup. This is the Sports Tech All-Stars podcast, showcasing outstanding startups and initiatives in the global sports tech ecosystem. From Sports Tech X, the leading source for data and insights about sports tech. Here is your host, Benjamin Pinker. So, hi everyone. This is Benjamin from Sports Tech X. Today I have the pleasure to talk to Dmitry Maslenikov, who is the founder and CEO of Disruptive VC. He's going to talk about this a bit more in a minute. And together with a partner, he has launched the Continental Sports Tech Accelerator, which is the first sports tech accelerator for startups from the CIS and Baltic countries. So naturally, I'm very curious to find out more about this. But first of all, I want to welcome him to the show. So hi, Dimitri. How are you doing today? Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me here on your podcast. I'm super cool. So thanks. Let's start. Wonderful. Let's start with an easy question. Tell us who you are uh, as a person, not a company. So what have you done in the past and what are you doing now? Thanks. That's that's quite easy question. I'm a tech entrepreneur. <laughs> that's my that's my key role in my life. So I'm an entrepreneur. The second role, I'm a corporate innovation consultant. So uh, I'm founder of Disruptive VC. This is one of the leading uh, private corporate innovation consulting firm here in Russia. So I'm working in the corporate innovation and startup area for about ten years already. And from the beginning of 2019, I'm involved in sports tech. From the first idea, it's going to be the venture fund. Then it become new idea, new concept. It's going to be the venture builder. And for now, we focused on the final model. It's going to be a sports tech accelerator. We'll talk with you in the next 20 minutes. Great, looking forward. And uh, yeah, the, the two of us, we already met once when I attended a sports and tech event in Moscow. I believe it was late 2019. So um, yeah, that was an, a very interesting uh, trip back then. Yeah, that's right. That was one of our first experience. We launched that challenge to check the few hypotheses. One of them, this is the potential of the market. That was our first step. Steps on the market, we're trying to evaluate the opportunity. We would like to find any startups in the Sportex area and we would like to build the connections between our organization, between startups and between uh, sports, sports organizations, federations, clubs, and, and all, all kinds of organizations working here. So we've made it and we, we were happy to, to see you there. And so that was our, our first, one of the first connections. Yeah, cool. So let's focus on the Continental Sports Tech Accelerator. Maybe you can uh, tell us a bit about the story. How how did the idea um, arise? What is the current concept? And yeah, whatever we need to know about the accelerator. Of course, uh, in a few words. As I mentioned before, my key background is as a corporate acceleration programs and corporate uh, innovation activities. And few, I don't know, it's it going to be 
September, maybe, maybe it's September 2020. Uh, one of the betting company comes to us, come to our, came to our partner and asked guys, we were looking for startups, new ideas, innovation projects, which could help us um, to improve our business. Um, maybe it could help us in this way. That first, uh, that was that first step, the first idea when we start. From the September, we, we started working in this way. So that was just the usual thing. I normally work with the corporates. So we discuss the budget. We discuss um, what, they, what they need, how they start up with that fine. So all, all kinds of things we normally covered uh, with the corporate partners. But when it was at the end of the last year, uh, these betting partners said, oh, guys, so we have some difficulties with the with, uh, with our business, so we decided to close this uh, idea, and so let's see you maybe somewhere in the future. Whew, uh, that was uh, <laughs> not funny news, and we decided what we're going to do next. <laughs> we don't have uh, so many options. We were already ready to start this uh, accelerator. We we were really passionate, and we really want to do it, but we don't have any partner who can cover our costs uh, for this program. We started what we're going to do. So. Uh, and then we decided, we've checked a few hypotheses. One of them that was uh, equity-based accelerator. We decided what we what we can take from startups, maybe equity, maybe money, maybe we can, maybe we can have to find a new partner who can cover our costs for accelerator. We checked all of them and decided that we have to build the first pilot accelerator, which will be equity-free, money-free, free for startups, free for... Uh, our partner from sports, from corporate brands, and we're going to check a few hypotheses. One of them, this is uh, an amount of value we can provide for startups. That's the key hypothesis we have for now. The second one, this is a level of interest from the sports organization and their opportunity to provide additional value from their side to the startups we, we will take uh, in our program, you know, in our first page. And the last one, this is... Um, most important thing I would like to discuss with you, this is um, potential interest from European or other ecosystem partners uh, from sports tech. We have to check do they really Russian startups or CS startups can be interested in, in European connections or in another site, maybe European ecosystem can find something interesting on the Russian market. So this is a free hypothesis and our first batch uh, will check all of them, and then we're going to decide what business model works for us better and what we're going to do in the next step. So this is our setup for now. Yeah, I really like it. I think it's a, a smart way to to start such a thing because, yeah, ultimately you probably don't know what's going to work um, in that geography for those companies. You don't know which clubs and, and sports entities will be interested, like you said. So I think it's smart to say, hey, it's it's basically free. We're trying to help and support you and we see what kind of interest we can generate. And also it, it probably builds your, your brands and um, yeah, makes you the go-to guy in the best case in, in the market that you're in right yeah absolutely yeah nice yeah and um i think also from from a european perspective because you mentioned that it could be interesting because i can imagine that for uh, european companies or organizations it is kind of hard to get a, a feeling or a look into the russian market for a couple of reasons so yeah maybe maybe it's good to have someone there who can be um, the landing sport or the contact person. So I can I can see that working out. 
So how would that work? Like um, European companies can just uh, reach out to you when they hear this or when they come across you and, and you will figure something out or is there something more specific already? For now, we have a plan uh, which we're working in this way. So at first three months, we're going to focus on the two main streams of value we provide. This is our expertise yeah. in tech development business. So we know how the startups uh, have to develop. We know how, how to check the hypothesis, how to get a customer development, how to develop a product, so how to find a business model. So our our first stream value is going to be focused on finding the product market fit. The second one, the second uh, stream where this is local connections. So, of course, we know everyone here in local market. Uh, we uh, will focus on the mentorship driven from a top of soldier. So, we will find, we will share the list of uh, all of our pipeline we have with uh, mm -hmm. local Russian sports, sports organizations. And we, we will offer them to find someone uh, they're going to be interested in. And, to whom they, they can provide the biggest amount of value. This is the two streams. We will work for, for three months. And at the end, we prepare the demo day uh, where we invite all, all European, all um, states, and Asia, maybe. it doesn't matter where we find this, the ecosystem sports tech partners. We will invite all of them, and you, of course, in, uh, to look at what we have. Demo day is going to be in online mode, of course, uh, as, as always, so the problem. Uh, we will prepare the pitch, of course, in English, but you mm -hmm. uh, you may know that a lot of uh, Russian entrepreneurs uh, speak English, and I think we will <laughs> have to we will have to improve their skills in this way. So we prepare the English-speaking entrepreneurs. They will play the, the, the pitch event of Accelerator, and we will see the conversion rate of, of the speech. Uh, I hope that, uh, I don't know, maybe conversion have to be 50% in any kind of activities with European partners. So this is our plan. This is how it could work. Cool. Interesting. What would you say, would you offer the startups and which kind of startups are you looking for? Maybe you can, can summarize the first part of what you're offering to them a bit. Yeah, of course. Once again, this is the two streams. One of them, this is our support in yeah. startup development. And product development, business development, all kinds of things, uh, all kinds of expertise we have here. And the second one, this is our well, local connections. But the key idea of our accelerator program that we will find just a few startups, up to 10, maybe from, from mm -hmm. 5 to 10 startups, it's not so much companies in the first batch. And we will develop specific individual uh, roadmaps for each startup. At this moment, we're do an interview with uh, each applicant and uh, trying to evaluate their needs, their their problems, their barriers, or some kind of things they have to improve. So we're trying to understand what they need and we try to match our opportunity to provide the value in this way. So after that, we develop the individual roadmap for each startup for a session program mm -hmm. and we'll start working this way with them together. Stay up to date with all things sports tech and sign up for our newsletter. You'll get a monthly breakdown of the most important developments in the global sports tech ecosystem, paired with exclusive interviews with industry leaders. Get all of this and more delivered directly to your inbox. Sign up today at sportstechx.com.
And uh, are you looking for startups from a specific geography? So are you limited uh, to the Baltics and CIS, for example? And are you looking into specific fields of sports? Are you saying, I don't know, something for the fans, something for the athlete, something for the manager, or, or just a few out of that? We have only, um, I don't know, maybe maybe two criteria uh, which startup have to be followed. So the first one, this is the Russian-speaking entrepreneurs. So the most of our sports, uh, sports organization partners uh, It's only Russian, so that's the key reason mm -hmm. why we're focused on CIS or Baltic, Baltic region because there you can find Russian-speaking entrepreneurs. That's the key thing. And the second one, we're focused on digital solutions. So, so we 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 try to find startups who can provide the biggest amount of value and who can show us the the biggest traction. So it doesn't matter what the level of uh, current. Or the development stage of, of, of the company or the product mm -hmm. or, or their business. You know, for us, it's more important how fast they can run and how big can be the traction at the end of uh, our program. I understand. And are there specific trends or areas in sports that they are most interested in? Are you, I don't know, specifically looking for AI star startups or something in esports or, I don't know, something where you say, hey, this is particularly interesting for us? No, actually, we have, uh, I think, traditional point of view here. So this is a fun engagement, smart solution for infrastructure, actually for stadiums, for, for leagues, clubs, and organizations. So all kinds of uh, things that can improve business metrics for sports organization. Here in Russia, it's, I don't know, maybe news for you. Here, our sports organization not really business-specific. They are not business-focused organization. They are normally social-focused. And this is a trend, this is um, a switch which uh, Russian sport organization uh, have to do in the next, in the next uh, I don't know, few years. This is a global mm -hmm. sports, uh, local sports strategy. So uh, our sports organization have to be switched to the private and uh, business oriented. So they have to make money. And we're trying to find solutions that can help them in this way, which can uh, improve their business metrics or maybe cut the costs as minimum. Nice, I like it. Yeah, and uh, again, I think it's a smart move. You're attracting interesting startups in sports, plus you have your connections in the corporate world where you can help with uh, everything related to innovation and, as, as you said, more turning into businesses. And yeah, it seems like you have a good, good starting point there. So asking you, let's say very broadly, what, what exactly can we expect from you in 2021? Uh, do you have any milestones or goals? I mean, obviously you want to want to start a program. Uh, and I believe once uh, this episode is going to be published, your selection phase will already be done. But yeah, do you have specific goals or plans uh, where you say, hey, this is what I want to achieve this year? Mm, we don't have a long-term plans because, uh, as I said, we are working in an iteration mode. So our first iteration focused on the first page. After that, we, we we see what we have and what hypothesis will be proved, which will be failed. And after that, we will take like, new, new decisions after that. But I hope that we have to launch the second page in, in autumn this year. And this second page has to, I hope that, Have to have a new business model where we can earn money or maybe invest money. Maybe we can switch to the venture fund model, as, as I 
as I dream at first, or maybe we're going to focus on our corporate innovation model and you know, five local, local sports organizations who are going to be ready for, going to be ready to pay for scouting, acceleration, integration, proof of concept, and all kinds of things we're doing with them already, but not in sports area. Cool. I think we have learned a lot about the accelerator program already. Is there anything that we forgot to mention? Or maybe you want to say, I don't know, if somebody is interested, who you are looking to partner with or who could get in touch with you specifically, now would be a good moment to mention it. From my point of view, your audience uh, mostly focused on English-speaking, European, and all kind of English-speaking involved, uh, not from Russia. So... I can use this place and this moment to invite you to look at what we're doing, to connect with me if you're interested in pipeline, in new startups, in new companies, to developing, from my point of view, great product with a great technology, but with uh, some list of uh, problems and barriers on local market. So if we could work together, I think and I believe that we can scale these products globally. And so who knows, maybe, maybe we can enough money which we can uh, earn together. So here is a place where I invite you for cooperation. You're welcome for, for our demo day for connecting with me anytime, anywhere, even find money back home. Nice. I think that, that's that's a really good offer. I mean, the demo day, which is going to happen virtually, I think is a good um, chance to look into the Russian and, and the broader region's uh, sports tech market. Dimitri is the guy who to reach out to in, in case you want to do the business there or just want to know something. Uh, I think this is a good offer. Before we close this podcast, we still have two questions, uh, which don't necessarily have to do with, with your initiatives. The first one would be, what is the best advice you were ever given? I know it's a tricky question, but maybe you have something uh, for us. This is really, it's one of the hardest questions from your Winston for today's podcast. <laughs> I don't have any specific idea what to answer, but I have a tattoo in my hand. It's just not any advice, it's just, uh, you know, maybe very popular thing. Uh, you don't have to be give up. You don't have to back down. So you you have to continue doing things uh, you are doing, and then you achieve results uh, in some way. So this is the uh, advice. I don't know, maybe quite popular. Uh, it's easy to give this advice, uh, and it's quite hard to follow that. Yeah, um, that is a good one. That's it. <laughs> Thanks. One very last question, and I'm always looking forward to this one, and I'm always trying to guess up front what it could be. So the question would be, what is your favorite sporting moment? And I mean, this is very stereotype, but I would guess it's probably something around Russian ice hockey success, but that's my best guess I can give here. <laughs> you know, uh, here I would like to share with you my personal experience and my favorite uh, sporting moment. In my uh, 20s, I spent maybe seven or eight years uh, on uh, fighting arts. Mm -hmm. So I, I spent eight years for Kudo. I don't know who's who familiar with with kind of, it's like, I don't know, anyway, but with a hammer. <laughs> and looks <laughs> like uh, karate. So, and uh, the most memorable and uh, most interesting moment for me that was uh, first uh, knockout. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. I went on one of the first uh, championship uh, in Moscow. Mm, so this is really memorable. I also have a photo, I have feelings, I have. So 
that's that's it. I would like to share with you. Fantastic. So uh, the the lessons learned is don't mess with Dimitri. You're gonna get in trouble. And uh, yeah, <laughs> if you ever want to share that photo, feel free to do so. I'm, I'm sure it's gonna create a lot of attention on on LinkedIn or wherever you want to post it. <laughs> but that's a really good memory. Are you still competing or or, or or training, or is that something from the past? No, I'm currently focused on something harder for me. This is kind of golf, squash, uh, <laughs> some kind of kind of sports where I have to think more than, than before. Yeah, but I mean, you can still knock someone out uh, during golf or, or squash if you're, uh, if you're messing it up, but uh, it's less likely. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, great. Cool. Um, Dimitri, I think we are done for the day. We are at the end of the, this podcast. I think this is a perfect length, easy to consume. We've learned a lot and I think the message is clear. You're the man for sports tech in Russia and surrounding geographies. Um, people can reach out to you. Uh, thank you very much for sharing your insights. And as always, we will follow your journey closely and will attend your virtual demo day. Thank you very much for this. Thank you very much, Benjamin. Thanks for having me. So that was great, great podcast. Hope to see you and hear you in the next series. Likewise. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sports Tech All-Stars podcast with Benjamin Penkert. If you like our show, let us know and leave a review. And if you want to know more about us, check out sportstechx.com where you can find our latest industry reports and updates. For a deeper dive into all things sports tech, check out our comprehensive database, SportsTechDB, at sportstechdb.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us at SportsTechX on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Join us next time for another insightful conversation with a leader in sports tech.